Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, January 30th, 2023, and today I am covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all of the shows, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And let me just do one thing here. I don't think I have them like close enough. That seems a little better. Okay. Um, so I have two news stories here today. I've already put them in the chat and I will include them in the episode description on the uh, podcast and YouTube feeds. And uh, today, again, it's about a couple of uh, possibly haunted places. Uh, I've been going through a lot of those lately because um, there hasn't been a lot of UFO sightings uh, reported in the news without it being part of um, more like government-related things. And I kind of don't um, I don't care to cover that as much, so I hope you all don't mind, but, um, this is some of my favorite stuff anyway, the, it seems like just about everywhere you, you want to look, um, it's, there's somewhere that is said to be haunted or have paranormal activity going on there, which is always amazing to me, so, um, but yeah, um, let me see here, I'll get to these articles, thank you all for listening as always, whether you're here for the live stream or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds. So, always appreciate it. Um, this first article is from sussexlive.co.uk. That's S-U-S-S-E-X live.co.uk. It says, Preston Manor, the unassuming manor house uh, among the most haunted buildings in Britain. So, um, this is, uh, apparently, there's been several different, uh, apparitions or spirits known to, or thought to be there. It says that this area has a long history, uh, basically throughout, uh, the, the history of the UK. Um, apparently, there have been a lot of houses and also buildings in the area that have been built and then demolished, but uh, others have stayed for centuries. And um, so one of these places is Preston Manor in Brighton. And um, so let's see here. It was built in 1250. That's going back a ways. <laughs> That uh, makes that over, what, 700 years old? Uh, it says, of course, it's gone many cha- over, gone, gone through many changes over the years. Um, and it says many of, the, many of the evil spirits live on. Of course, I always feel like that's hard to tell with, without a lot of evidence whether or not it's evil or not. But, um, so, apparently, uh, the uh this this uh 
Preston was an area that was its own village before eventually uh, the surrounding towns and villages kind of uh, just grew up around it and encapsulated it. And um, it says that much of the existing building is said to date from 1738 and 1905. So this place was built in stages, apparently, um, which makes sense over time. And uh says that it has a walled garden, which is... Uh, it's basically historical. It says it has... Um, it's basically just really well known for being a very, very good garden in the area. It also has, I think probably due to its age, it has a pet cemetery in the garden. So that could be some cause for activity over time, I would think. <laughs> but um, so again, it says here that the, the, the place is most well known apparently in the area. Uh, because of its apparent paranormal activity there. Uh, there's apparitions, including a woman dressed in gray, uh, a nun. There's a... Um, this is amazing. I've never... I've only heard of this rarely. A floating hand. And then a phantom riding a tractor. That, those are a couple of things you don't hear about too often. Um, so this nun was believed to have first been mentioned, uh, more than 500 years ago. And, um, and so this is a apparition that goes back to even a couple of years, a few hundred, a couple of years after the place started to be constructed. Um, it was also known as a woman in white. Um. And she said to wander the, the grounds of the manor. And uh, apparently, she, um, she, let me see here. She was attached to a convent in the area, uh, but she was excommunicated uh, from there and buried, uh, basically not given a proper burial, it says. And, um, and so that person apparently told this groundskeeper at some point. I'm not sure how it was done. If it was um, actual spoken or just thoughts. But uh, the legend or the story goes that until this, um, until she, her remains were removed and buried in consecrated ground, her her spirit would not leave. Um, and apparently at one point th that this was done, and that's when the apparition stopped appearing. You hear about that in different places around the world due to um, just cultural beliefs, religious beliefs. Um, if a spirit is not, if a person is not placed where they, they and their, their basically the, the people in the area believe they should be placed, um, that can be a cause for uh, paranormal activity. That can be a cause for the spirit to not um, basically to stay there and, and and cause varying degrees of uh, activity or, or drama. So, um, another ap apparition seen in this uh, mansion is that of two men fighting on a staircase. I'm wondering if this is a resi residual activity here. 
Um, so let's see here. Looking at this, there's a supposedly an evil presence felt in a one of the the bedrooms. Um, said to lean over the person as they're sleeping. Um, and, uh, of course, the, the hand is also... There's a hand which several people have reported seeing. I wonder now... Let's see here. Um, okay, so apparently it is a floating hand. It's just floating in the air. And um, so, it, and then it would... It, would um, it was seen by one person that stayed there it w- it floated to a um the post of a bed and then slid up and down this post um and then another visitor said that it made the bed shake so i wonder if there's a full apparition there a full figure there but for whatever reason the um the only thing people are seeing is the hand um, again, it mentions a woman dressed in gray who has been seen several times over the 20th century, along with countless reports of strange noises or objects being moved. Um, dear. says that many of the, uh, the strange experiences have been, uh, noted to be on the so- south side of the building. Um, and that seems to be a really common area for any kind of paranormal activity. Uh, it's even been, this place has been featured on different TV shows. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's the that's that article. Sounds like a lot that has happened there. I mean, for the amount of activity, that's not surprising to me, given how old the place is. Really. So, I always love to find, when I find stories like that, about places that have been around for so long. That to me it makes sense that there'd be some activity there. Um but uh but yeah, I don't know. It's just it, those kind of articles are always amazing to me. So um excuse me. So that's the first article I had for today. So we go from a mansion here in the first article to, in the UK to a park in Texas here in, in the US. And this is from K, uh, ktemnews.com. And, of course, the title of this article is says, Spooky! Exclamation mark. Is this the most haunted park in Texas? So, um, and I think that's important to point out. The paranormal does not care necessarily about buildings or buildings being there or not being there. There's, I think there's weird stuff that happens everywhere. It's just a matter of when and who's there to to notice it. Um, So let's see here. Apparently this area is well known for hiking uh, paths and um, and camping. And uh, so let's see here. It says that um, this this park, um, there's a lot of superstition uh, revolving around this park as well. And uh, urban legends as well. So, which I always wonder about how how many of those superstitions or urban legends. I wonder how what um, if there's in any of those stories what what kind of uh, truth there could be to the to them either in the the 
one little detail or two little details that uh, that may be accurate, and then the rest is made up. It's always hard to tell. So the the place they're talking about is the Cedar Ridge Preserve, um, and that's uh, only twenty minutes from downtown Dallas, Texas. It says it has a nine mile walking tra trail that ranges from easy to difficult. It says it can be a good experience for someone that wants to go hiking or bird watching or just enjoy. Uh, nature, basically, without getting too far into the wild. Um, so, but it says that uh, according to this um, one website I used, I used to use a lot, it's, um, only in your state, this uh, area has become, there has some weird things going on. It says that there's reportedly a transparent ghost dog who just wanders around the park. Um, Searching for its former master, it says. And um, apparently this dog, it doesn't appear to be hostile in any way. Um, but, um, of course, people, if you're not used to dogs or whatever, that can still seem um, odd, especially if you can tell it's not living. says some people have reported that while standing on a certain bridge in the park, a uh, person can lose all sense of time and feel quite disoriented. That's um, that's an odd thing. I wonder if there's some kind of energy there that is just in that one spot for whatever reason that uh, does that. What does that to people? Um, hard to say. It'd be something to uh, I would think to investigate there. Have people stand in that spot and then step out or be pulled out if you have to. But uh, um, let's see here. So it says that there's a also just um, a strange uh, feeling to the to the park that says that you're never never quite alone. Or basically indicates you're never quite alone. Um, so let's see here. I'm looking at this more. I think that's basically it. Just a couple of uh, so some strange feelings and an apparition of a dog. But uh, still, these outdoor places, outdoor um, these places that have activity that are outdoors are always uh, amazing to check out. Just because you don't always think of that. Um, if you think of stereotypical hauntings or active paranormal spots, you don't always think of just places out in, in out in the middle of nowhere, or just even in parks in the middle of cities. So, or near cities. So, um, that one was a little bit shorter, but still, always good to, to uh, check out all these places whenever they come up in the news. And that's uh, that's what I have for today. So, um, that's all for today. But thank you all for listening. I back tomorrow. Uh, with um, okay. Let me see here. Hang on. I just I just saw chat. <laughs> um. So Archer in uh, the chat says it's a nice place, but feels really eerie after sundown. I used to live near there. Okay. Um, let me see here. Wow. Okay. Mr. Cook says I swear swear we saw a ghost cat at my friend's ghost hunt on Friday at the Conjuring House. Wow, that's possible. Um, 
either because of whatever was there before or all the people that have been there since um, kind of focusing on what could be there, all that energy. And I do believe in, in ghost cats, definitely. Um, I have one that has been here before a few times. And I've talked about that in some previous episodes, but um, basically I've seen it twice, once in a dream and once in my front window as I was coming to the front door. Um, basically it was in the middle of the day when I saw it, and I thought it was my own cat, Logan. But um, I, I figured that the sun was just um, so bright it was uh, making making her look like she was all just like one color, like bright. And this cat walked behind the door, which Logan will do sometimes. And so I, when I opened the door, I uh, did it slowly, so not to bump into the Logan. I thought it was Logan. And I look around the door, and there's no cat there. And I get inside and close the door, and Logan is um, sleeping on the rocking chair across the apartment. So... Um, yeah, yeah, and, uh, so I've had that happen, I've had the sounds and the feelings of footsteps of the cat walking around, um, usually on the bed, but also one time on the table behind my TV, which was just out of sight, unless I leaned over and looked at it, at the area, which I did, and the sound stopped, so, um, yeah, so that, I do believe in, in, the possibility of animals somehow um, being around still, if they want to be. I think um, the question, of course, to that is, is it because of attachments to people or places? Because you would think um, you don't hear about all kinds of animals out in the wild usually um, reappearing as ghosts after the fact. But it does seem like a lot of people, a lot of um, domesticated animals, dogs, cats, uh, they they do appear. Um, they do come back or stay around in some cases. So, yeah, I believe in that for sure. Um, but anyway, that will do it for today. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back tomorrow uh, with true paranormal stories from the web on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.